I need everybody to write their letter of self-criticism. One more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. You suck. Signed me. There, I'm done. Uh, Get to what that is. I've just become aware of this in a little bit. But so yesterday I watched episode one of, I don't even know, is it a miniseries or multi-part movie? I don't know. Maybe Sean knows. Catch-22, the novel by Joseph Heller about the horrors of war, which was a fantastic book that I read and a fantastic movie made in the 60s, which I watched with Alan Arkin and Art Garfunkel. And Art Garfunkel. Yeah. Mm. Um, in they, what may be his most powerful role. Yes. But it's been remade by George Clooney, and it's on Hulu, and I watched episode one yesterday, and one one thing I don't know, first of all, is it only on Hulu? Does anybody know? I should have looked that up, but it's 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 everything that a major motion picture is, like you guys have been saying about Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. How did they come up with the budgets for this stuff? I mean, Game of Thrones eventually ended up with an audience where you could justify it, but... Man, when you start out, how do you have a budget for a full-on major motion picture? I mean, that kind of special effects and everything like that. But for many sh- times longer than a movie in some Much cases, longer, yeah. and it's going to be on Hulu. It's not going to go. It's not in the theater making a billion dollars or whatever. I don't even know how the math works on that no. stuff. It's the subscription economy, right? Like there's um, Hulu's slightly different because they do have some advertising as well. You have the option to, if, if you don't want ads, you can subscribe. Um, but I don't, I don't know the numbers offhand, but they have tons of, they, of must. Subs- they have $10 from millions and millions of millions of people every month going straight to them. It's the same way that YouTube or not YouTube, but, uh, Netflix can essentially outbid any major movie studio now. I, I don't know how anybody gets excited about, Hey, look, this movie is in the theaters unless you just particularly want to see it, but it's not any unique thing that it's been in a movie theater. Not really. No, the cachet of of that is vanishing. That was one quickly. of the reasons the why quality I w- certainly. I was rather bullish on a. I thought 3D movies were going to be a big thing because it was going to be the thing that we cannot replicate in the home viewing mm-hmm. experience. And that this was like be- me with smellovision. vision. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very similar. Both wrong. <laughs> yeah, um, people and, just don't want to wear glasses. It's, I think that's that what it comes down to is just discomfort. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, various, for whatever reason, the 3d thing never really caught hold. It still exists, but it's not what I would, would have anticipated it would be. Um, I, I don't know how theaters continue to compete. No, I don't either. Cause I was watching that catch 22 and just thinking this is as amazing a, a war footage as I've seen in <clears throat> anything ever. Wow. And it's on freaking Hulu. That's now number 1006 on my list of stuff that sounds wonderful that I will not read nor watch. Probably, boy, it's it's so good because it's just you know it's legendary commentary on the the madness of war. Right? So it's, yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's, I believe it. It's really good. I saw the trailer. It looked fantastic. I I, I wasn't aware that it's out yet. I'm, I'll yeah. have to probably yeah. catch up on that this week. Clooney's got a good touch too. If he wasn't such a, uh, he's too handsome. If he wasn't so handsome, oh, yeah. I would like him better. Well, if he wasn't such a tabloid institution for a while there, mm-hmm. and the object of the idiotic fascination of the celebrity worshiper, which is something he finds repugnant, too. He's a pretty down-to-earth guy from what they say, but yeah, he's he's really quite good at recognizing real good talent and good scripts, and, and also he's terrific at the understated performance. I got to a point where I just couldn't stand to hear his name or see his face anymore, right. and it's easy to remember. It's not his fault he's that damn pretty. Right. Seems like a good enough dude. <laughs> right. I was born with this jaw. What am I supposed to do with it? He's right. also notorious for on yeah. on sets uh, 
you know, improv, they'll come up with a new line. He'll be like, no, no, you take that line. He gives, he, he's very unselfish with any sort yeah. of the credit or the quote unquote, you know, nailing the, the big parts or anything like that. He's right. uh, very much a team player. Well, I never see anything. So, of course, if I see something I like, it's the best thing in the world. But right. uh, Catch-22, I love the book. I love the first movie. It's really good on Hulu, if you have it. Is the, is the movie worth checking out? I've never seen the movie. The original movie? Yeah, it's yeah. great. Okay. Yeah. It's great, yeah. too. But this, the book is one of those super complicated yeah. things. And to put it in a 90-minute movie is hard. This is a series of yes. shows where you can get draw out the art a little more. The, just the, the the craziness of warfare Clooney and pro- the military. Clooney produced it. He's not in it, right? No, he's, he's in, in it. it. Yeah. Oh, he is? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't know wow. how much he's in it. The first episode, he was just in briefly at the beginning, and he was hilarious. But right. He produced it. I think he directed a, a fair number of the episodes as wow. well. He's, mm-hmm. uh, he's How many episodes are there? Uh, is it like seven or 27? There's or two out so far. Oh, Maybe okay. it's right. two-parter. I have no idea. Huh. You'd think I'd look into these things. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. There's a what sex scene in that I could have lived without. Anybody uh, wants to know, they can Google it. Or, I'm sorry, duck, duck, go it. You're anti-Google. Hell yeah, I am. Uh, six episodes, so a typical oh, miniseries. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so I'm 18% of the way through. Fantastic. Um, Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not checking the math on that. It's not right. It's close-ish, but it's not right. Um... Back to my um, uh, letters of self-criticism. So I've become aware of this, reading all this China stuff that I'm reading right now. And this has been a thing for a while in the Communist Party. (sighs) Most people aren't in the Communist Party in China. There's 1.4 billion people, and there's like, I don't know, 80 million people in the Communist Party. I don't remember what it is. Right there, that's interesting. How about that? I don't know if those numbers are right, but it's a small percentage. Yeah, Um, About 18%. About 18%. And, or uh, one of five. And so I've been corresponding with this uh, person I know. Why am I keeping it a secret? Ying Ma, who we've had on this show before. Yeah. She wrote Chinese Girl in the Ghetto. Is that what she wrote? Yeah. About uh, yeah. Her growing up in Oakland. Yeah. And she's a commentator and writer and everything like that. But she knows a lot about China. That's where she grew up. So I've been asking her. And um, uh, I've been reading a lot about the culture there and... and uh, Modern stuff. I, I've done a lot of history stuff, the opium wars, etc. Mao. But what about modern China? That's the big threat to the world. What's going on there now? And if you want to be in the party, which according to Ying Ma, most people don't want to be in the Communist Party because it comes with a lot of dangers and, uh, and, and things you have to worry about. So sometimes keeping a low profile and not being in the Communist Party is, is easier than being on the radar. Right. I can imagine. But if you really want to rise up social mobility, you have to get into the Communist Party. You're not going to get the cool job. And everything the government decides, what job you get, the government decides where you live. The government decides if you finally get to a town and have that job, what sort of place you get to live in. All this stuff is decided by the government. And they've got that whole social credit scale that they're that they're refining. But it's just, you know, if so-and-so likes you or not, it's who you know and whether or not they and what your file looks like. So one of the things to get into the, the, the Communist Party is you have to write your, your letters of self-criticism. This is you have to go through all the things in your life that you've ever said or even thought oh or boy. done that are against the Communist Party. And you need to write a letter, and it better be a convincing letter, about why you're so ashamed of having th- said, thought, or done those things about the Communist Party. But I'm guessing it better not be too convincing. Well, that's the problem. That's, that's, what, that's where the torture comes in. If if you if maybe you had a neighbor years ago, you were younger and you used to bad mouth Deng, the, yeah. the leader at the time of China. Yeah. And you remember that. Well, do you want to spell out all the bad things you said? Uh-uh. They might hear that and say, oh, you need to go to prison. 
saying yeah. all those bad things. But if you don't put all the bad stuff in that letter and your neighbor has told them, and so you end up lying, you're also going to go to prison. Oh boy. But if you come completely clean, they might believe that you're on the right side of things now and can be a member of the Communist Party Durr. and deserve that job. And now your kid can go to that preschool that you've been wanting to get them into. That's what life's like in China, making those kind of calcu- calculations all the time and writing these letters of self-criticism. Oh, boy. Can you imagine anything crazier than that? Oh, how about the stress? We were talking about stress in the workplace. What if you had to figure that out? All right. Yeah, my next door neighbor, we used to drink beer and bitch about the government. What's he going to say? Did he say anything? Right. Maybe he didn't say anything, so there's no point in me, you know, pointing this out to the Communist it'd Party. probably get him in trouble, too, maybe. Oh, yeah. you know? oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, you didn't say yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah, you had a neighbor who was yeah. bad-mouthing the Communist right. Party, and you never said anything? Right. So now he's got something in his file. Right. Will not rat out someone who bad I mean, just that sort of life would make you insane. It'd make you obedient is what it would make you. It makes you obedient. And a number of people I've been corresponding with who have actually lived there or know people who live there say, yeah, it it becomes second nature. You don't think about it much. It just becomes second nature to always have in the back of your mind, how does this look to the Communist Party? Who saw that? What do I need to do? It just mm-hmm. becomes life. Like right. It's like a fish in the water. The fish doesn't know there's water there. I mean, it's just, it's life. Fish are stupid. I, I, <laughs> that's what I took from that story. Yeah. I finished my letter. Um, so what's, what's the, the letter of self, what is it? Letter of self-criticism. Yeah, so you're doing great. Keep it up. Your failure to live up to their expectations says more about them than you. I'm not sure I understood the assignment. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I, I just find uh, this really interesting as a lifestyle. This guy that had a job, and another dude had taken on night shifts. And uh, some of the people thought he was just trying to suck up to the boss, but this guy was trying to get his kid into a certain preschool, and he knew by taking off n- on the night shifts, he might get a certain number of points or in the yeah. right people's radar or whatever that he could get his kid into that school. Just, wow. just a crazy way to organize society. And it would make you insane. Yeah. And everybody's cheating all the time. Sure. Um, and those officials are corrupt. They're famously. corrupt. Yeah, 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 exactly. They're corrupt, and they're sending the, the, the crap to their bosses and everything like that. But oof, the letter of self-criticism. I'm not sure how good I'd be at that. Although you catch me in the right mood, I'd be amazingly clear. He's an idiot. You can't believe how stupid he is. He does the dumbest things. You, it's, hard to, it's hard to believe he can even walk through a door without hitting his head. He's so stupid. Trust me, put him in the gulag for everybody's good. And by him, I mean me. But anyway, and I, thought, I am prepared to testify yeah. against me. I thought we should start doing that here on the show. Y'all write letters of self-criticism, and then if it turns out Hanson didn't say something about Sean when Sean was saying <laughs> bad things about us, then Hanson's in trouble. And just I like the whole yes. thing. I like the vibe of it. Oh, it I do too. Keeps people on their toes. Constant fear. <laughs> my, yes. letter, my letter of self-criticism, gentlemen, I care too much. Okay. <laughs> I tend to work too many hours. Eh, fantastic. Uh, I didn't like my attitude today. <laughs> well... I guess that's it.